Good evening. This is coming to you from Portland, Oregon. It being so close to All Hallows' Eve, tonight I'd like to talk to you about something brought up in the Dead Kennedy song, Halloween. The singer, Jello Biafra, addresses some things I've always thought were pretty awesome to be talking about in a song, and things you don't hear a lot about. Social expectations and conformity. And by the way, this is just my interpretation of it, so if you don't agree, that's fine. Please don't tell me about it. Basically, he describes the situation where the person lets loose and assumes a different identity on Halloween. They dress up, act as though they were someone else and have all this fun, then brag about who they were and what they did on Halloween. After Halloween, they go back to the socially conscious person they usually are every other day of their life and, as the lyrics go, sit around and dream for next Halloween. Then the question is asked, why not every day? Are you so afraid? What will people say? Essentially asking, if you're having so much fun and doing things you really enjoy, why not do this all the time? Why not always be the person you truly wish to be, not just when it's expected or socially acceptable on a day like Halloween? It goes further. But what will the boss say to you? And what will your girlfriend say to you? And the people out on the street, they might glare at you. And what do you know, you're pretty self-conscious too. Obviously the message here goes beyond Halloween, but this is an excellent way to delineate the point. Social conformity has the potential to drain people of their true individuality, their creative spirit, even their true purpose in life. And for many people it has and continues to do so. It has the potential to suffocate, even eliminate happiness in life. Now before I go further I should probably say that some degree of social conformity is necessary and that we obviously can't go around murdering one another. This dips into laws and whatnot, but it's based on a social norm or consensus. In the last few hundred years most of humanity decided murdering one another wasn't acceptable. If we look back not too long ago in the Wild West, gunfights or duels in which people killed one another were socially acceptable. And while I do think if this was still a thing, the assholes we meet on a daily basis in our society wouldn't run their mouths so much, it's probably a good thing we don't have gunfights in the street whenever there's an argument. I should also mention that almost everyone, whether we like it or not, adheres to some form of social conformity. But the difference I'm going to discuss deals with whether or not that conformity is an opposition or restriction to your happiness, creativity, or true will. We've all dealt with holding our tongues at a family dinner, at work, or even around someone we know to be explosive or completely and utterly maniacal when it comes to certain topics or ideals. It could be a religious thing, a political one, or even a matter of etiquette or manners. The list is endless. We do these things perhaps to make people we care about happy or to not upset them. We do it so we don't get fired or we do it so we don't have to hear a 10 minute diatribe. Some of us may even do it to avoid violence. While these types of things aren't as restrictive, they can be if they persist long enough and they do have the potential to bring about unhappiness. The types of conformity or following social norms that become really unhealthy and bring about existential despair are those that restrict your true desires or your true purpose in life. 
Think of all the people out there right now who are working a job they never initially wanted, but are doing so because years ago they followed their parents' dreams rather than their own dreams. Or perhaps they took the socially acceptable, more comfortable road rather than the one they truly wanted to take. Think of all the people in the world who will wake up this very morning, sit at the edge of their bed staring at the wall or floor wondering to themselves how they ever got there. They may even be questioning their purpose, or if anything they do day in and day out is even worth doing any longer. After years of this constant cycle doing something they have no desire to do and get zero joy from, contemplating suicide may now be even a part of their daily ritual. Sorry to get so dark here, but I say all this to illustrate my point. This is the type of thing that, over time, can kill a person from the inside out. Our desires and the things that make us happy are there for a reason. They are directions on the road map of life. The author Joseph Campbell's quote, Follow your bliss, has been frequently quoted and memed out ad nauseum. A larger portion of that quote you probably haven't heard or read is this. If you do follow your bliss, you put yourself on a kind of track that has been there all the while waiting for you. And the life you ought to be living is the one you are living. When you can see that, you begin to meet people who are in the field of your bliss, and they open the doors to you. I say, follow your bliss and don't be afraid, and doors will open where you didn't know they were going to be. If you follow your bliss, doors will open for you that wouldn't have opened for anyone else. I'll put this in the description because it's something you should come back to often to give yourself inspiration or as a reminder when you're in a stage in life not following your bliss. It's an important thing to keep in mind, yet not one many of us place great importance on. A lot of times we do things in life in order to make others happy or to conform to the expectations of others, all while sacrificing our own happiness or even our own dreams. Whether it be for parents, our boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, wives, or friends, we find ourselves compromising in order to appear a certain way in the eyes of others. And while it is good and thoughtful and noble to make an earnest endeavor at making the people in your life happy, it is not noble to constantly sacrifice your bliss or your dreams. And you're deceiving yourself if you've convinced yourself otherwise. Just as a side note, I should mention this doesn't apply to children. If you have children, you obviously have to sacrifice everything and anything to make them happy and have a comfortable life, without question. Precisely why I don't have kids. Now, maybe you sacrificed certain things or not followed your dreams simply because you felt it was socially taboo, or even something that only losers, weirdos, or unsuccessful people pursue. Perhaps you didn't take a certain road, or you're currently worried about taking a certain path in life because it's not what you've been taught is the quote-unquote right thing to do, or because it's not deemed a predictable or stable way of life. Maybe you have assimilated and created a personality that isn't really you, and you only do it so people will accept you and like you. First of all, if you're doing things, acting a certain way, or following a path only to appease or impress others, you're not being honest with them or yourself, so you're doing everyone involved in injustice. Furthermore, if you're afraid people around you won't accept you for who you truly want to be or how you truly wish to be expressing yourself, 
and they either aren't your true friends who will accept you no matter what, or you're currently part of the wrong tribe, or both. And if you feel it's time for change, like you can no longer relate to anyone around you or no longer share similar ideals and values, it's not uncommon to get a new group of friends, no matter what stage of life you find yourself in currently. Some people stay the same while others change and evolve, and sometimes the next necessary step is getting a new group of friends who reflect the current version of yourself. Sometimes it even means severance from our current romantic partner and venturing out on our own, or finding a new one who supports and reflects our current values. This is why marrying young is not the best idea, because in our late teens and early 20s, we still have much learning, growing, and changing to do. Think of all the musicians, comedians, performers, writers, directors, and other artists whose work we would have never had the pleasure of experiencing if those people were worried about what others would think, or if they had listened to those parents who didn't support them and instead suggested they get a more stable profession, or what is often referred to as a real job. The world would be a pretty lame place. Fifty years ago, it would be more understandable for a parent or friend to be concerned about how you'd make a living doing something unconventional, but in this day and age, it's not really an issue any longer. This also goes for self-expression and being exactly the person you want to be. While bullying and judgment will sadly always be a part of our society, basically everything under the sun is somewhat acceptable these days even in comparison to what was taboo and completely not acceptable in our parents' time. There was ever a time to let your freak flag fly? It's now. It should be said, if you're looking to make a big change in your life, you have to expect that there will likely be some people around you who don't accept this new version of yourself or your new decisions. So be prepared for that. If there are any younger people listening to this, you may want to wait until you get out of your parents' house before making any drastic changes if you don't have understanding parents and you think it will cause strife. Your life will go much easier and you'll have plenty of time to be exactly who you want to be when you get older. Getting in touch with the true expression of yourself and the true expression of your will is a pursuit you should try to live every day of your life. Life is too short to not be living this way. Remember the Joseph Campbell quote. Don't be afraid of making yourself happy. And keep moving in that direction and doors will open up for you. And if you're one of those poor bastards who has been doing the same thing for so long, repeating the same cycle year in, year out, and don't know what will even make you happy anymore, don't fret. I was one of those poor bastards not too long ago, so don't think you're destined to continue in that vein. If you're confused about the true expression of your being or your will, or you're not sure what will make you happy, there are ways to tap into and discover it. One way I find new interests is by assimilating as much new information as possible. Reading books is a good way to start. If you're not much of a reader, become one. Your future self will thank you. Go to the library or your favorite ebook slinger and grab a couple of nonfiction books on a few topics you think you might be interested in. If you can't think of anything at all or your apathy has reached a point of utter disinterest in life or anything in it, grab a couple of books at random. Also, you might want to see a doctor about depression. Again, nonfiction books. 
If you can't find anything or have no interest, I also suggest taking a look at the books and the recommendations on the Lumooncast subreddit in the description. The point here is to get new information flowing in your brain, providing new influence. Once your brain is exposed to new things, you'll actually begin thinking differently. This will start you down a new path or help you turn over a new leaf, so to speak. If anyone out there wants additional book recommendations or some books tailored to your specific needs, feel free to message me and I'll see if I can help you out. Another thing you can do is start pursuing new activities in your life. I've talked about this a few times before, like in episode 3, Pathways to Changing Lifestyle and Perception, so feel free to check that one out. As I've said, try doing new things. Seek out new hobbies. Get new goals. Listen to new music, go to new concerts, try wearing different clothing, actively try to embrace new ways of thinking and being. Practicing mindfulness is a good place to start. You may need to hang with new friends as I said earlier, or stop hanging with certain friends or even certain members of your family who are toxic or don't bring anything positive or helpful into your life. You may have to do something as drastic as quitting your job or career and pursuing a new one or even moving to a new city. Going back to school or getting a new trade could be another option. New exercises or practices like meditation, yoga, or working out can be of immense benefit in helping you think and act more in tune with yourself. In my last installment, episode 11, I discussed and provided ways to discover goals at the end of the episode, right around the 55 minute mark. The time code is under determining goals, and setting goals exercise. But you may even want to check out that entire episode if you need help changing negative thought patterns and habits or finding a new direction in your life. I also discuss goals in episode eight. Once you begin having new experiences and getting new information and influence in your life with these new books you read and these new things you pursue, you'll begin the process of discovering what interests you what makes you happy, and ultimately, a newer, better version of yourself. You may also figure out what you don't like and what doesn't interest you or bring you happiness, which is equally important in determining goals and passions. Remember, life is too short to be living or acting in a way society says acceptable. If everyone conformed to societal norms, we would be living in a very dull world indeed. Don't be afraid to pursue your version of happiness, so long as it doesn't harm anyone else in the process, of course. When you begin living life fulfilling your own true will and your true desires, you begin to experience life in a much different way. You'll become a better person and spread those positive thoughts, feelings, and experiences outward into the world around you, which can only help the rest of us and bring about positive influence. We all could use a little more optimism and happiness in our lives, especially these days. Most importantly, being content and pursuing your true desire is the best way to serve yourself in this life compared to the alternative of suffering or being dishonest with yourself. Expression of your true self is the best way to serve the rest of the world compared to the alternative of allowing parts of yourself to remain hidden or repressed. By living life as you truly wish and expressing your true self, you'll find more people out there who share similar interests and have similar values and goals. 
you'll also have purpose. You don't want to one day find yourself one of those people waking up every day regretting they have to even get out of bed. And if you are one of those people, tonight is the night you can administer change. All it takes is choice and action. I wish you only the best. There's a quote from Timothy Leary I thought would be a good conclusion to this. Admit it. You aren't like them. You're not even close. You may occasionally dress yourself up as one of them, watch the same mindless television shows as they do, maybe even eat the same fast food sometimes. But it seems that the more you try to fit in, the more you feel like an outsider, watching the normal people as they go about their automatic existences. For every time you say club passwords like, have a nice day, and weather's awful today, huh? You yearn inside to say forbidden things like, tell me something that makes you cry, or what do you think deja vu is for? Face it, you even want to talk to that girl in the elevator. But what if that girl in the elevator and the balding man who walks past your cubicle at work are thinking the same thing? Who knows what you might learn from taking a chance on conversation with a stranger? Everyone carries a piece of the puzzle. Nobody comes into your life by mere coincidence. Trust your instincts. Do the unexpected. Find the others. That's the Mooncast for tonight, folks. Music lovers, you can check out the second installment of the Lou Music Hour Halloween edition and my playlists on YouTube and the Lou Mooncast subreddit. Please check out my art at the Lou Mooncast Tea Public Store. It's not just t-shirts, there are hoodies, kids clothing, wall art, tapestries, stickers, mugs, notebooks, phone cases, all kinds of stuff. And there's a 35% off Halloween sale site-wide until tomorrow night at midnight. I think it's $13 or $14 tees, $30 hoodies, all kinds of deals. If you see something cool and would like to support my art, I would greatly appreciate it and thank you for taking a look. You can connect with me and get updates on Instagram and on the Lumucast subreddit. I'll talk to you next time, and thanks for listening. All right, guys. <laughs>